Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Witch Talk with Lynn. Hello, hello. Me. <laughs> How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm actually really excited for this one. It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. This I want. I wanted to have some fun. We've been, you know, we've been really talking about some pretty heavy ideas, so or and topics. So I wanted to do an episode on witch tips. Perfect. Sounds good. So I think anything for the beginner witch, I think anything for the seasoned witch, you know, there are so many different correspondences and substitutions and different ways to do things. And sometimes, you know, you got to do things in a pinch. For sure, so, yes. You know, or you want to be creative in your own practice. What items can I use to be creative? Right? Stuff like that. I think it's important. You know what I equate it to? It's like, you know when you get a recipe book and it's, it says something about using stuff that you have around the house and then it like lists all these ingredients you're like i have never even heard of this ingredient before who the hell has this in their house so i think that is kind of the same thing where it's like do this spell using this and you're like what the heck is this so oh my gosh when i first started it was like that i was like i have to go to the store <laughs> i gotta get all the things Right? And not everybody has all the money to get all the things. Oh, for sure. This is why I now grow most of my herbs because seeds and small plants are a lot cheaper than, you know, going and buying dried stuff all the time. Oh, grow your plants. That's my big witch tip. Grow your plants. Yes, grow your own plants if you can. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, not only do you get to connect with the spirit of the plant then and raise it and become, you know, connected to it, but then you don't have to go and buy the spend the money. You already did it, and it's so much more satisfying. Well, and it cuts down on costs, like you said. Huge. Moon water. Ah, yes. Big one. Moon water is something that it's like, it is, it is so simple and so easy, and but it adds that extra oh excuse me adds that extra oomph that extra element to your spell working and actually um somebody had mentioned using moon water when they're painting and that had never occurred to me and i like i paint all the time and i'm like i i do inspired paintings or magical paintings and i'm like add a little bit of moon water in with the paints and there you go you have an extra element now do you add salt to your moon water i don't after you've just do you distill it and then or boil it or whatever you want to call it i do it. boil it but i don't add salt to it <coughs> no, no hey so i noticed that if you add essential oil to your moon water does not keep as long and the inside of the jars got a little bit moldy oh really i did notice that huh. yeah now, so are, i added salt were you, were you putting the essential oils in while it was still hot no interesting after it was charged i made some for, just for the bathtub mm -hmm. right 
And it sat down there a long time. I think it was rosemary. And I went to use it. And, yeah. And I mean, the jar was clean. Because yeah. what's the biggest thing? Which yeah, you definitely sterilize all the jars you use for any kind of tinctures. And have a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was it? I think Paige even said that the one time where it was like mason jars. Just you, you think I'm joking, but mason jars is what witches need. <laughs> of all shapes and sizes. Well, one of the other things I've, I actually stumbled upon recently is you know that the spice bottle or like spice jars, you know, like McCormick's or mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. The, the ones that you get in the grocery store those are perfect for doing spell jars that is brilliant actually well and as i'm talking to you i'm looking at one that i made that has like little paper scrolls in it and some rose petals and stuff and it's just at it's the perfect size to do a spell jar that uh that is brilliant I love that idea. The glass spice jars. Yes. And half the time, that's what you're paying for anyway. When you buy it at the grocery store. Right? It's like six bucks for it. And then there's like 20 cents worth of of spice in it. So yeah, you're basically paying for the jar. And when you grow stuff and you use it in your cooking and then you see it in the store and you're like, like oregano. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it can be so expensive in the glass jars. It sure can. Yep. And that shit grows like weed. Well, <laughs> even parsley. I mean, I grew parsley. Well, I grow it every year, but there was one year I had so much. I filled like, what was it about? Four of the quart sized mason jars. Mm-hmm. And I went to the store and it was like, just for that, the little one, it was like three bucks. I'm like, man, I can make a killing off of this. Right? Right. Um, And and on jars and herbs, with a good quality olive oil, this is a good witch tip, and some dried herbs because it's most desired, you can make oils botanical infused oils right guys so like anything anything you can think i of. find though if um if i'm doing like a house blessing oil i mm-hmm. will tend to splurge a little bit and get safflower oil instead of mm, olive oil my because favorite. if you're if you're anointing your your doorways olive oil tends to leave a stain whereas safflower oil doesn't Absolutely. I was going to say, make sure that you've got the lightest oil. If you're using olive oil, use the lightest um, that you can Mm. find. Although to make a great botanical healing oil, a nice thick virgin olive oil is best. Yeah, the the good stuff, not not the the stuff you get for $5 at the store that's touted as... Yeah. As yeah, that's right. Uh, another one, another good one I thought of is to, what do you do with your smudge ash? What do you do with your incense ash? Well, a lot of the stuff that I you- use that for, I actually put them back into 
ritual fire offerings or burnt like for burnt offerings. That's a great idea. You can also use those things to make your black salt. Oh, yeah. I really like to use the charcoal out of the fire. Although, like, if you're if you're using like <coughs> a burner me. at home, those little charcoal pucks are great for that after they're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you can return your smudge to the earth. You can also use it, uh, the ash to, like Lynn said, create uh, fire offerings or for use to make your black salt. Well, and we also have like the the outside the the wood barbecue, or like the you know it's like a fire stand or whatever, and the ash that comes off of there when I've done a fire offering goes into my garden. Ah, that's that's good. That's good. That's an excellent transfer of energy then too, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because then my veggies get all that extra goodness too. Mm-hmm. Like volcanic ash, could you imagine? Like there are, it is toxic, but like once that much energy? life takes hold in that, it's second mm-hmm. to none. I just read this one. I have a couple of things up in front of me and... I really like this one. Need to bury something for a spell, but don't want to use a jar? Coffee filters. Oh, that is a good one. Cotton, tissue paper, newspaper, wool, and cashmere. All biodegradable. That is really good. I never really thought of that. Coffee filters. I got a shit ton of those because I use the... (laughs) reusable yep. one so i yeah that's a great yeah, one. If you've got that's that, a really great one giant thing of coffee filters in the back of your cupboard because you don't want to throw them away but you <laughs> yeah we use the reusable one too so yeah that would be in perfect. a pinch they can be used for toilet paper well, if you're camping <laughs> yeah that's a camping <laughs> tip, not a witch well, tip. Yeah, so it could be. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, things that people would know or not know, but common things like white candles can be used for anything. Yeah, the white candles, pretty much white anything really can be substituted for anything else. So like white candles... Oh, uh, when we were talking, you had mentioned like clear quartz. Um, If you're using any kind of string or thread for binding, you can use white thread if you don't have the color you need. Tobacco can be substituted for any poisonous herbs. See, that I did not know. I did not know that either, and I like that idea. Because, you know, when you're when you're just learning or just starting out, before you have a good grasp on herbs and plants and what that entails and the kind of responsibility it comes that comes with working with poisonous herbs, tobacco's great. Tobacco is also a great offering, but don't take it out of your smoke. No, different kind of tobacco. Yeah, definitely. Get yourself a tobacco. Yeah, because the tobacco in your cigarette has all the chemicals and stuff added to it. So bad for you. So bad for you. 
Um, what else do you like? What do you got for a witchy tip? Something that you do that maybe. Well, I know one of the subjects that we've kind of thought about talking about is blood magic. And that's, it's a little right. controversial. So if you're somebody that kind of wants to try it, but has an aversion to using actual blood, you can actually boil down beets and make like an ink to use in blood magic spells or to use as a substitute for blood. That's a great idea. Right? So it carries the same thing because the beet has that dark, like purpley red color, the same as like if you were to get blood from a vein, right? It's like that bluish purple color. And it carries the same um, frequency, same energy. So you can use that. That's really mm-hmm. cool. I like that idea. And then, uh, you know, I practice a little bit of hoodoo. Not not a lot, but a little bit. And uh, when you're cutting up vegetables and you've got, you know, your onion skins and your your garlic skins I'll just toss them on the floor and then when I'm done cutting up everything I'll throw some sea salt on that and then use it as a floor sweep and that gets rid of negativity and kind of refreshes the space and it promotes protection and healing Salt sweeps are pretty popular. I'm well because you can use stuff that's around your house. Everybody typically has salt, and you know you can put rosemary in there. Oh, you had actually mentioned that um, when we were talking, where rosemary can be substituted for anything. Any herb, any herb or plant, rosemary can be a right. So you know you throw a little bit of salt down. So salt is good for cleansing and ridding of negative energy dispelling bad vibes right protection right so it's like you know if if you have dried basil you can throw that down to promote love and well-being and happiness in the home you can throw down the rosemary Mm -hmm. for the same thing you know the the onion and the uh garlic skins like i was saying is also for like protection, rejuvenation, that sort of thing. So a lot of the different spices that you already have in your cupboard, you just throw, just throw, yeah, them throw on a little bit on the floor. If it gets on the floor, don't worry about it. You sweep that crap right. up, and when you dump it in the garbage, you're ridding your house of that stuff. <laughs> now, normally, if I do a floor sweep with the like the salt sweep. I will, yep. if the like the home garbage is not completely full, I'll put it in a garbage that is full or ready to be taken out, and I will take it out right away so that it gets out of the house. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I like that idea of the salt sweep. Yeah, that's a quick, easy one. Yeah, it's really like, and and it is just simple, right? Instead of like putting a whole wash together, which can be simple, but can also time consuming. (laughs) Yeah, I have one. It takes like three days to make. Yeah. (laughs) 
over a certain moon cycle. You know what I mean? Uh, we'd also mentioned um, that both you and I did this when you're first starting out. One of the easiest things that you can possibly do is to create little satchels or bags or spell pillows, like little tiny squares of cloth that you sew together with herbs. And I've never used crystals in them, but I have heard, you know, like little crystal chips that have certain properties. Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody that uses crystals a lot, you can sew those into them as well. And so even if you have a little pocket charm or something like that, you can carry it with you or you can dream pillows. You can place it under your pillow at night. You know, you know sigils are a big part too, right? And sigils are easy as well. You know, you don't, you don't need a lot. I found a cheat for sigils. Where is it? There's an app. If you're getting lazy with your sigils. On how to do them? <laughs> yeah. There's so an app. You, you do the numbers from one to nine. You write out what you want. You take out all the vowels. And those are the numbers that you have. And then you write the numbers from one to nine in a circle. It doesn't matter how you write them. You just write one to nine in the circle. You can have it like one, seven, three, five around they don't have to be in order and then you take what's left over from your intention all the the consonants from the intention and you create your sigil connecting those numbers that are remaining together i always oh drives me nuts i always think i'm gonna make this fantastic sigil and then i'm like mm, no doesn't really resonate. Well, but sometimes it takes a couple tries I'm, too, right? For sure, for sure. And they're great. I have, I do have like a one that I use for protection for my family that goes on my doors and stuff like that. But you can write that like if you wanted to. You could write it on the inside of wrapping mm-hmm. paper. So if you were giving a baby gift or something like that, you could create a sigil for blessings for that newborn yeah. infant and write those sigils on the inside of the wrapping paper of those gifts. I think that's really cool. I heard that idea before and I thought that was really well. Neat. And uh, being, you know, like I, I'm a painter as well. Sometimes what I'll do with the mm-hmm. canvas, uh, you prep the canvas and write intentions and symbols and stuff into the canvas and then paint That's over it. super cool. Like a lot of a lot of the paintings yep. that I I have are like pre-used canvas or ones that I've written intentions on. Not all of them, obviously, but the the more magical ones, yeah, definitely have. There's something underneath that painting you can guarantee. That's really cool. Like a hidden message. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's really cool. I found that sigilscribe.me. Hey, there you go. You found it. <laughs> All right. Super witchy cheat. Sigilscribe.me. And if you're looking at doing spells, 
candle spells have got to be the easiest, most versatile spell ever. Yes. And effective. Because you're incorporating, like when you set your intention, the fire is the fuel and it's released into the smoke and the air and the wax represents, you know, the the water and the earth elements actually because wax does have a little bit of water in it already and if you don't have enough earth sprinkle some salt around it you know um it incorporates all the elements and like we said you know white candle can be substituted for any so if all you have is a white birthday candle and some table salt you got yourself a candle spell all you're missing is a Cheeto. Right? You gotta have that Cheeto dust. <laughs> Cheeto dust or brick yes, dust. Red, brick dust. It's not easy to red find. Red brick dust is not easy to find anymore. But it's ex- excellent for But it, if you spells. need some, I actually happen to have some bricks, so I can crush them up for you. <laughs> I okay, well then I'll crush some. them up for you. Next time I see you, I'll bring you a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Perfect. Um, spring is coming, so we're going to start to see little um, pine. Spruce tips. Pine tips. Spruce, yes. spruce tips. Thank you. <laughs> so that's excellent for infusing into water and doing a floor wash that mm-hmm. way in spring cleaning, right? They're also really good to eat. But what's saying? <laughs> I have some... I have some spruce tip jelly from uh, friends of mine in Edmonton and it is phenomenal and I'm glad no one else in the house eats it. Well, it does have a very strong They're flavor. like spruce tip, it must taste like a tree. No, it tastes like sugary goodness. It right? So yeah. But definitely spruce well, tip. Yeah, because it is an astringent. So if you're looking <laughs> right. at doing spring cleaning, if you add that element of pine sap or spruce tips or whatever into your water into what you're using for cleaning it helps to get rid of not only the actual dirt and grime but it kind of cleans off any of the stagnant energy that's left over from the winter that that's why we spring clean yeah makes sense you're pulling pulling out all of that stuff that got stuck over the winter months nowhere to go gotta get it out i know i i've I've probably smoke cleansed my house like three times in the last week just to just continually get things moving oh and that that's another thing too was smoke cleansing if you're in an apartment and just the thought of smoke sets your smoke detector off you can use sprays yeah yeah totally you can use it you can make it yourself at home so just use a spray bottle and moon water and a little bit of salt and then the essential oils if you want Mm -hmm. or the herb and the essential oil and put them all in that bottle excuse me shake it up and uh away you go spraying and you don't even need to worry about 
the whole smoke cleansing right. thing. Because not everybody <laughs> loves it, right? Well, and some people, that's that's a, a big allergy thing, right? You know, mm-hmm. if you have asthma, it's not yeah, that great. Absolutely. What about stirring your coffee? Oh, um, you can use a cinnamon stick. You could also go clockwise. Yes, you do like the three turns or whatever. You can like actually stir up the sugar in your coffee. But then when you're done, if you take that extra little bit and do the three turns clockwise or anti-clockwise, depending on what you're trying to evoke, you got magic in your coffee, baby. Yeah. Or tea, right? whatever you drink. It's so so simple to live a magical life when it's just small little mm-hmm. things like that wear certain colors that correspond to your intentions oh there's actually a really good book on that like it's not <laughs> it's not really the magical properties but it is still really cool like it talks about the resonance of color and that it's called your life in color by Dougal Fraser. And it goes. That's cool. Yeah, it goes through the different yeah. colors and uh, like talking about auras and again the vibration of color and how it can kind of change your mood and that. And there's a couple exercises and meditations in there as well to kind of help you with the different colors that you want to bring into your life. Color is yeah. really important. And yeah, color is huge. I don't. It's so much a part of our lives and I think we take it for granted yep absolutely so if you if you can just associate certain things with that simple magical mm-hmm. life and, thing and it do. is personal for everyone like, there are some u- universal like you use green for this or blue for that or whatever but I find mine are a little bit different than the ones that I read in books I think that as you practice, things change. Yes. Right? Because we've talked about this before. Right. And if you like, in in terms of colors and stuff, if you talk like a lot of people use red for for sex and lust and that, but orange is more closely associated with that. Right? Or Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, like green. Green, a lot of people use it for money magic. I use green for yeah, healing as well. Healing green thing. and blue. You know, blue can be used mm-hmm. for water. But I also find like yellow, I use for air. Oh, right? yeah. I, I associate air closely with you know being outside in a radiant sun that sort of thing so for me using yellow it is a mood elevator but I also associate it with wind and air and summer breeze and all that as well right yep I think as as things as you progress and practice your magic more your witchy tips quickly become your own right jewelry is a big thing too you know i when i was younger i used to accessorize a lot i don't so much now 
No, but you have yeah, a few I've got, things. I've got I'm a sure. couple that means certain things, and I switch them out whenever I feel like I need a little extra boost or whatever, or need to direct my energy in a certain way. I definitely will don a certain piece. It's mostly necklaces now. I don't really go with anything else anymore. You know, I don't wear rings a whole lot, um, just my wedding ring, but... Um necklaces are well for, for, for me, me i tend not to wear bracelets or rings just because i you know i draw all the time i work with my hands i work in paint it gets everywhere so it's not really practical for me to wear anything on my wrists or my hands so right i, I, I do have earrings that but makes sense those are only broken out in special occasions like i have a, a pair of antique silver amethyst um, earrings that only come out very rarely but they are for a special purpose yeah wow I can imagine they're probably just yeah they're, they're pretty good I like them <laughs> but yeah and also like getting into warmer weather and stuff we're going to be outside a little bit more often so one of these tips is always have like if you're carrying a bag always keep a pair of scissors and some baggies (laughs) (laughs) definitely Um, i don't know how many times i've gone walking or whatever that i was like man i i wish i had something to take all this stuff home with me You're wrong. Yeah, so it's like if, if you carry a bag or a backpack or something, yeah, baggies are really super important and scissors or like shears or whatever, like a scissors. strong pair, not not cheapy dollar store ones. Right? Right. Yeah. Now, if you're in the broom closet, a good one is to turn your bedroom into your altar. And you can do it really like on the slide too right you can have a plant in one corner that represents the earth like in the north you could do a fan or if you can't have burnt incense you can use a fan like you know a nice whatever type of fan um that is for air you can actually also use um cloth so if you like string cloth from your ceiling, like a nice flowy fabric, that can represent air too. Ooh, that's a great idea. And even a fountain, just you know, a small fountain that you yeah, can like get at, wherever, at a, you know? um, a plant some store, running or even I think you can get them at Winners and stuff, right? And then really candles mm-hmm. for fire, a dragon. And if you can't light candles. There are LED ones, and they will substitute. Yep. They mm-hmm. do substitute just fine. We, we're we modern. Well, you, you got to adapt to your time. <laughs> right? Exactly. This, I mean, I love the whole ancient... Um, I just don't see that it always applies in, in the life that we live well, now. Well, some of the stuff that is an older practice 
stemmed from having to do it that way because there was no alternative. And I mean, that's right? great. But now we have and all- new ways of doing things. We should embrace that as well. That's right. Yes. Hence the Cheeto dust. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one is really important. And I think it resonates for a lot of people. You do not need to work with deities. No, to absolutely be not. I don't really work with deities anymore. I occasionally do, but right? uh, when I first started out, I did for sure. But I really don't anymore. And you know what? What if if mm-hmm. they're meant to come to you, they'll come whether to you're you. expecting it or not, whether you want it or not, they will show <laughs> <Right>. up. <laughs> yes, right? They do, but it's not a requirement. It is not a requirement. So don't don't ever feel like you're not getting things done because you're not working with a deity because that's yeah you don't need to worry about it eggshells instead of of salt this is important if you're you're gonna do a circle in the woods do not use salt well because the saline quality of the salt actually counteracts any of the nourishment or anything that's in the soil and it will kill the plants that you sprinkle it on so Mm -hmm. eggshell and it doesn't even you know like uh, we talk about eggshell powder but it doesn't even have to be powdered really fine right like i i beat the crap out of mine and it is Fine, fine powder. <laughs> Me too. But you don't have to go that far. Right? And eggshells are readily available. Yeah, if you eat them on Saturday mornings, just save them and bake them, uh-huh. and away you go. And I mean, if you, it's not necessary to bake them unless you're going to be using them for fertilizer. But always make sure that when you are cleaning your eggshells. You are removing that membrane that holds the shell together and sticks. Yeah, because that's the part that'll rot and right. growth. Yes. Yes. And make mm-hmm. you sick. So be careful with that. But if you bake them for 20 minutes in a low heat oven, like 300, 250, 300, somewhere in there, 20 minutes, they'll get a little bit brown. They'll be nice and easy to chop yeah. up, crush up. Um, but that does away with that. And then you can use them for, oh man, everything. They're huge for protection, but you use that for fertilizer. Well, we were, garden, we were talking about the sweep as well. That's another wood. thing. You just throw some crushed eggshell. Yeah. You have a uh, yes. class going on, um, a scrying class going on. I do. In Alberta Witches Association Discord. And I just found a witchy tip on secondhand mirrors. So it says secondhand mirrors or antiques should always be cleansed since they have a very strong energy field. To cleanse your mirrors, wipe down the mirror with a sea salt water mixture. <coughs> Excuse me, and then rewash with a white vinegar. Would you say that I this is accurate? I have never really thought about it, honestly. But that- that could be said for ah. any 
antique or secondhand item that you get because actually when you bring that up that's going to be another topic for another time but when you do um readings with like necklaces or jewelry or whatever from other people a lot of times you're requesting something that they themselves have owned instead of something that's been passed down because it's their energy that you're trying to read but if you have like if you oh. have a piece of jewelry that has been passed down through generations you're going to be able to pick up on that energy as well so i would say if you're going to be doing any kind of cleansing to just kind of rid yourself of that you might want to do that for anything second hand now obviously not everything right? you're going to be able it to wipe down sense. but we were talking about sprays before there's a quick mist of a spray mm-hmm. you can do that as well yes smoke cleansing always works passing through smoke for sure Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, got any last few witchy tips mm-hmm. you want to throw out there? Oh, uh, yeah. I did a like a fire cleanse one, so that was where you use the candle flame and stuff. If you got those little toothpicks that you know the the ones where you can write on them, they've got that little lip on them. Mm-hmm. Those are perfect for doing like fire cleanse intention setting when you're doing candle spells. So like, those, yeah, like those little deli toothpicks oh. are perfect for that. Uh, go do it. I got one. Add coffee to your bath water to ah, break a yeah. curse. <laughs> Well, and it, why would that be effective? Actually, isn't it used coffee grounds, or is it just coffee grounds in general? I I've always used used coffee grounds. Just yes. Really? And that breaks curses. Well, if you hexes. think about coffee and how um, diuretic it is, like you have your morning coffee, and half an mm-hmm. hour later you're in the bathroom. So the same thing could be said for the bath right. water. It just purges everything. Purges it out, sucks it yeah. out, and pushes it down the so drain. So if you have old pipes, you're going to want to use a coffee filter. <laughs> right? And you probably right, have exactly. of those at the back of your cupboard. Then you can also dispose of your spell. Oh, yeah, that's another thing too. A coffee filter for like if you're doing a bath and you put your herbs and stuff in there. Oh yeah, yeah put an elastic around the top so, so your you have a satchel that you can your, throw yeah. away when you're done. Reusable tea bag or um, di- not reusable disposable tea bags are great for that. You can buy those on Amazon. Yeah, those are good too, and they are cheap. biodegradable, so that's that's good. Mm-hmm. I like using them. I I, I actually have hundreds of those. Um, That's what I'm saying. The, if you got if you got um, old pipes, they they plug a little bit. Or just put a colander over the top mm-hmm. if you've got some bigger flowers or whatever. 
Put a place a colander upside down over top of the drain in the bathtub and not. Yeah, but then you gotta scoop them all out afterward. <laughs> well, they generally just stick to the colander. Yeah. I'm about ease. <laughs> Obviously, there are a million um, witchy tips out there. Uh, I, I, I always feel yeah, like we barely scratched the surface on a lot of these. I know it's always that way, but then we just get to talk more the next time. So uh-huh. Like I said, it's always a pleasure. Again. I love doing this. I'm glad you asked me to do this so it's often. It's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Last one, and then we'll wrap up for the evening. Bury a raw egg at the entrance of your home to ensure abundance for the forthcoming year and fertility in your garden. So as we move into spring, mm-hmm. think about doing that. Well, you mentioned that. Anything else to add? A, at the beginning of a new month, when you wake up on the first of the month, this is kind of a um, an old English tradition. You say rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. And it's supposed to bring fertility, wealth, abundance, happiness into the home. I'm going to start that in April. <laughs> Thanks again, Lynn, for joining Thanks me Thanks for tonight. having me. I really appreciate it. All right. And everybody, thanks again for listening. I always, we, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. Lots of things coming up. Considering starting season two soon, so stay tuned. And once again, this is Amy signing off for Witch Talk. <laughs>